0: climbers johnny here hey i know you work your butt off to make great music but you struggle to get new consumers interested in it and let's face facts your next new project is not going to be received any differently than the last one unless new people are exposed to it and i know that growing your audience is frustrating but listen i promise it's not rocket science it's just that what you're doing isn't very effective but you're an artist and you absolutely need a fan base right You don't have all day to struggle with the promotion part either. So I get that. But imagine how it would feel to know exactly what you have to do every single day to gain more fans. And imagine how much more consistent you can be when you know exactly how to do it. Brands will come out of the woodwork to offer you money when you've accumulated a large enough audience. Let us help you with a consultation and you'll see tangible results every single day. Schedule a consultation today by emailing info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular, there is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. Hey, I I totally understand you might be a little apprehensive, so listen to what some other people thought of their consultation experience at Daredevil Production.
1: Hey Climbers, this is Josh Cleveland from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, Not too long ago, my guitarist Dustin and I did a consult with Johnny and the results we have seen have been pretty awesome. Um, we were looking to get a little further reach into social media and to grow our fan base and that is exactly what has happened Uh, to kind of put that in context i've been on instagram for about seven years and i had 487 followers And in just a couple months working with Johnny, uh, we've been able to grow that fan base up to um, almost 2,000 people, and it's still growing. And that's 2,000 real people. It's not bots. It's not just like fake accounts. These are real people that I interact with on a regular basis every single day, um, creating more buzz about what it is that I do. And it's been pretty awesome. So if you're willing to do the work, and that's the key word, work. If you're willing to do the work, do what Johnny tells you to do. Um, schedule a consult. You'll see um, some growth in your audience and your fan base immediately if that's what you're after. Although I will tell you this, it's a lot of work. And uh, Johnny told me that he's going to give me work and I'm going to hate him. And I do. I hate Johnny so much, but in all the best ways. So schedule a consult.
2: Hey there. I had a consultation with Johnny three weeks ago from today, the day that I recorded this. My Instagram following has grown almost a thousand. So if you can imagine growing your following by a thousand a month on your own for the $3 app that you need to purchase to unfollow some of the people, that's pretty awesome. A side effect that I wasn't aware of is that I have met some really amazing people and I even want to say I've made friends on Instagram. I never thought that that would happen. So It's not just about getting the following, it's making the connections. And that's what this whole new music industry is all about anyway. It's awesome. I was really hesitant to schedule a consultation because my music style is so different than mainstream. I'm a mantra musician, so it's meditative. It's some people, you know, play it in the background when they're trying to relax. Some people meditate to it. Some people might play it in a yoga class, but it's not like you're going to hear it on the radio. From that one hour I spent with Johnny, his enthusiasm was so great that it totally boosted my confidence in not only my craft, even though we didn't even talk about it, but in my ability to make this work for me, even as such a different genre. So if you are contemplating getting a consultation with Johnny, absolutely do it. It is worth Way more than he charges. Don't tell him that though, because it's a great price and you will benefit so, so much. Social, social, social social media, social media, social media. Challenge, challenge, challenge,
0: challenge accepted, challenge accepted. All right, welcome to another brand new episode of Social Media Challenge. And this week we have with us the very talented, and we talk about fingers in a lot of pies here, Miss Erin McAndrews. Hi, Erin.
3: Hi, how are you?
0: Doing great. So, the way this works on social media challenges, we have climbers send in their social media links to their different accounts. I kind of look at them very briefly right before we go live and scribble down a bunch of notes. Just to offer, like, if you were my artist, this is what I would tell you to do. Just some advice. Take it. Don't take it. It's up to you. But we just want to give you a, a different perspective on it. And it allows you, uh, the listener for the podcast, to kind of follow along, maybe learn from some... So already we're starting to see just three episodes and four episodes. We're starting to see the so usual suspects <laughs> are showing up. So I feel like people are going to tighten up on that. By the way, send your links into info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There is no S info at daredevilproduction.com and put social media challenge in the subject line. So it gets into the right folder and we'll get back to you and ultimately schedule a time somewhere to, to get you on. If you'd like to follow along with what we're going to do this week with Aaron McAndrews. We're going to be talking about her Instagram and her Twitter accounts, and those are both the same handle, which I love that you have the same handle, and that is <laughs> I am Erin McAndrews. Erin is spelled E-R-I-N, and then McAndrews is M-C-A-N-D-R-E-W-S. I no, am- No, no S. No, oh, I'm sorry, Erin McAndrews. <laughs> Oh gosh! Thank you. Um,
3: it's a common, it's a common mistake. It's okay. It's just
0: like Daredevil Productions, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I should know better, of all people. right? <laughs> uh, so it's I am Erin McAndrew. Forgive me. I am Erin. Yes, that's okay. Hi, Erin. How are you? Good. How are you? We've got a lot going on here with you. You you Do. are a lot of things. You're a a am. jack of all trades. You're you're a country rock singer songwriter. Correct with a great voice and you, you. you are a wellness coach as well mm-hmm. as a motivational speaker, is that right?
3: Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah.
0: Okay, and you've got some kind of show that you're that you've got on YouTube for wine tasting, which is called The Rockin' Through the Grapevine, right? Yes. And that the Grapevine that's a West Coast reference to the five going up over the the hill down into the valley there where the wine country is, right?
3: I mean, maybe I I started the show before I moved out to LA. So, but maybe it's just all about the grapevine foreshadowing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) What else do you have going on? So, it's the grapevine show, it's the motivational speaking, it's the wellness and the music.
3: Correct. Yes.
0: Okay. So, let's start with first of all, thanks for being on.
3: Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this.
0: Right on. Right on. You said you've been (laughs) listening for a little while.
3: (laughs) I've been, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for, I would say like two or three years. Right yeah.
0: On. Well, that, that warms my heart that we still are throwing stuff out there that keeps everybody interested. And, yeah, it's great. And honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for spending the time you do with us. I know that's a, a precious commodity and tonight we don't take it lightly. So we're very, Of course. Very, and very I, and
3: I've, I've learned a lot from you guys and implemented a lot of the things that you've talked about. And I love all the like straight talk too. It's really like you guys really get in there and it's no BS, which I love. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> we try to keep it that way. And so yes. you know, it's not for everybody. Some people want a little bit of BS, but that's just yeah. <laughs> kind of not the way I work. And, and Brent certainly has a much softer bedside manner, but it's no BS <laughs> with him either, you know? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So let's talk about what we got going on here. So once again, uh, social media accounts. I am Aaron McAndrew, and Aaron is E R I N. So I looked at Instagram. First of all, big props to the free things link. So you use Linktree, and I do. if you're fans of the show, you know that we've talked ad nauseum over the last three years about squeeze pages and how to to collect information. So Erin just took that, grabbed a shot of steroids, and shot it into it. And she actually her link goes to to Linktree. Where there's multiple links, a link to the your new cover video, a link to, you have a free book, right? A download for, is yeah. that your wellness?
3: Yeah, it's like a, a motivation, like motivational quotes. It's like 25 days of motivation. So it'll have like motivational quote and then like an excerpt to look at each day for 25 days.
0: Gotcha. Okay, very cool. And then yeah. also, now your husband has done something pretty incredible. He just released he a book like in the last few days, right?
3: He has. Yeah, last week.
0: And it's a rock and roll book, so already I know he's from the mothership, and I love him. i prepare to love him. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, and what's the name of the book real quick? Let everybody know. The that. book
3: is called Can't Give It Away on 7th Avenue, which follows the Rolling Stones in New York City. So it's a very, like, specific thing because the Rolling Stones have a very strong relationship to New York City. So it's obviously a very specific niche, which I know is something that you get into a lot on this show. So it's like yeah. – so I think the fact – Even for him having a book that obviously a band so many people love and writing a book specifically about New York City, which he obviously did not find out there and saw a need for it, I think. And he's been doing very well with it so far. And it just was released last week.
0: Well, good for him. That's exciting. So you've got this link to Link Tree with all these different links on it and some of her free music, some of her downloadable content from her motivational speaking. Got your husband's book link on there. What were the other links? Um there's like six links or something. It was I
3: have one for my Patreon community. Okay. And I also have one for my free bundle, which has few songs. It's to sign up to my email list, obviously. So squeeze page where they get My free songs, as well as a handwritten page of my lyrics, and they get a few other exclusive songs that I haven't really released to the public. So, and that's within the email funnel as well.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and I love your Instagram. I mean, you've got a lot going on there. She's got about 3,587 followers. First of all, what I see is what I see, guys. I see somebody who's like a hustler. I see you're working. (laughs) Over time, and you have been like in an abundance of energy, and you're putting this out there. I think that's great. I think that's probably the number one thing people fail at, right? They don't know how to get up and, and, yeah. and do this. Your your Twitter engagement is off the freaking charts. <laughs>
1: it's
2: it's Thank
0: you. Un, un un unbelievable. It really is uh, amazing. And you've got some good engagement here for some really good engagement for the for the size of your Instagram account. Your Twitter account is much bigger. It but is. Even people with Twitter accounts that big are, don't have the kind of engagement that you have, which is really. I think you got like forty one thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Or so, yeah. did you? Were you there first? What do you mean on Twitter? Was that you? You were doing Twitter long before Instagram, probably, huh?
3: I actually. So here is the thing i <laughs> I actually was not a huge fan of Twitter for the longest time, and okay. my my husband actually was the one who was like, "No, like Twitter is still really relevant. You need to be on Twitter." And then obviously listening to The Climb as well, like you guys were talking about Twitter and how how great of a platform it is for musicians. And I have found a lot of success on Twitter and and within my messaging. I've been able to get a lot of people to my email list through Twitter. I found more success through Twitter than Instagram, even though I think I actually did, did Technically had my Twitter account longer than my Instagram account, but was more active on my Instagram account before I was more active on my Twitter account, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it does. Are you saying that there is a different conversion rate on your people that are coming through your Twitter that go to your link tree than people that come through Instagram that go through your link tree?
3: Well, I don't think on Twitter people really go through my link tree. I haven't really utilized it for Twitter yet. I just have my squeeze page directly in my profile. And then I message them. I talk to them about what their favorite music is. We kind of get in a conversation to see if that like my music is something that they might like. Mm-hmm. And then I go ahead and I ask, oh, if you like so and so, you'll probably like my music. I can send you some free downloads if you'd like. Just send me your email address, and I'll send you those free downloads. So that's what I found to be the most successful. Um, I've tried to do that on Instagram and haven't found that much success with it, so that's like one of my, I think, biggest challenges right now is trying to get that engagement through Instagram that I get with Twitter, because I find eat Twitter for me, it's so much easier to get that engagement and get that back and forth and Instagram, I just find it a little bit more difficult, even though I I feel like the content is still, is there.
0: Yeah, I think you have great content there. I'm going to look at, I'm just looking at your, here's the biggest issue that I see with you. First of all, you are content rich. (laughs) You have a lot going on. You do a lot of work. Okay. I think, it's a branding issue though. I think you're a bit confusing to a lot of different people who come in for different reasons. Okay. okay. Are you a fireman? Are you an astronaut? Are you a, a policeman? Like what, what is it that you want to do? You can do all these things, but I think you need to be mindful of the psychology of the consumer, especially when they're connect trying to connect with somebody brand new. Got it. Okay. okay. When you're trying to Connect the dots here on this stuff. it'd Be wary of thinking five steps ahead, like maybe looking at somebody like J Lo, and oh well, she's a singer and she's a TV personality and she's got her own clothing line and her own perfume and she's got all these different things. Well, she started as just a dancer, right. and then she parlayed that into a music career, and then everything else built from there. But she built up one brand first. Right. right? And it wasn't until that brand was built that all these other things kind of happened. So I see this a lot with with artists, especially who have the, the gumption in the that you do that, that are determined to, to make something happen. So I would direct you to read a book called The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. I think we did an episode on it way back when, maybe in the first year. It's an older book, but it's brilliant. And it talks about these are just, they're like the laws of physics in the laws of marketing. You have to be very, very careful. Like brand extension, for instance. When Budweiser came out with Bud Light, okay, they mm-hmm. didn't sell more beer. They bifurcated the crowd that they had that liked Budweiser, and, and some of them went to Bud Light and others of them stayed to Budweiser. Right. And Budweiser found throughout their, they had Bud this and Bud that and all these different kinds of flavors. Like they, they weren't, they were screwing themselves with the brand extension When it was better to purchase or market it under a completely different name, okay, like like a microbrewery. So Bud owns a lot of those microbreweries, but it's not Bud. It doesn't say Budweiser on the label. It says this company or that company, and it's it's for a purpose because they're not gaining market share by creating all these different products that still say Budweiser on them. Another really big lesson from that that I would probably want to bestow upon you would be the Lexus and Toyota. So everybody knows that Lexus is made by Toyota, but Toyota did something that was unheard of when they came out with Lexus in the auto industry. And that was they spent an insane amount of money buying all brand new property and either purchasing old dealerships or building brand new dealerships that were just for Lexus because they did not want the two to be confused in the marketplace. Toyota is a very awesome vehicle. Lexus is the luxury vehicle. And you'll never find a brand new Toyota being sold on the same lot as a brand new Lexus. Now you might find some returns, some used stuff that they have and that's okay but it's not it, it's not brand new and they're they're keeping them separate in the minds of the consumer because hey i love my toyota right but it, but it ain't a lexus and that's what right. people think as opposed to think about how gm does it where all their brands are on the same lot because that's easier but they're all confused and at one point gm even started making them look all the same back in the 80s which is terrible so for you, I mean, it's okay to talk about, that. like if you're doing an interview or if you're discussing yourself and sharing something as a motivational speaker or a wellness instructor or a wellness coach, and you want to talk about a lesson that you learned in your music life, or you want to discuss that, that's really cool, okay? Mm-hmm. But branding them all together, I think, is is tricky because I'll tell you what, no matter what, you're going to be better at one than the other. Right and so if you I mean let's look at Michael Jordan he's a god among men in the basketball world and then he went and tried to play professional baseball didn't work as good as he is didn't have him. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't good enough to hang out in, in, in baseball so for you whatever it is that you're best at right now and this could also change and sometimes you also don't know which brand is going to take off sooner but if you continue to have that there the one that you're not as good at is going to it's going to be a detriment to the one you are. It's going to take away from that. Got it. Even if they're both great, it's still going to take away from it because you're attacking a crowd of people who want wellness coaching that may not like country rock and roll. Yeah. They may be like, "Uh, there's just too much... You, you live out in L.A. now. You ever gone to Jerry's Famous Deli?
3: I've passed by it a million times because it's the next town over from where my husband and I live.
0: <laughs> okay. But
3: I haven't been there, but I've heard a lot about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the number one thing you go there, I mean, first of all, the food's great, but you go there, it's a freaking headache. You know, it's a headache because the menu is huge. There's too many things.
4: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds.
0: <laughs> <from>. <laughs> and so as, uh, unlike in an out burger have you been in an outburger? burger out yes uh, of course simple menu right very yes. easy there's five things that's it here's your choice there's a secret underground menu if you're in the know yes. but it's very very simple and that's the beauty of what makes that work again we talked about you brought up niche right so i i think you need to split those up and and have different content for them because they're going to be different and, and also the wine thing Like, I don't think you should necessarily have the wine TV show on the same YouTube channel as your cover songs, as your any wellness coaching or whatever. It gets confusing towards people, especially when you build up one of these brands to a point where you say, hey, you know what? I'm ready to put a little money behind this to to advertise it, to, to promote it. And you go out and you get wine enthusiasts and they come in. And then they've seen these cover songs, and you're trying you're trying to be an artist, and you're also a wellness coach, and it just gets a little. It's like, what what am I looking at here? What is this? It's, yeah, it's different. So,
3: so, I do have one question because yeah. I, so I actually my main venue that I play my gigs at is wineries. So,
0: okay, so that's cool.
3: So that's that's kind of to a certain extent, and my logo is actually me. It's like a silhouette of me playing guitar, holding a wine glass in my hand. Cause, like, that's m- the main venue that I play. And not that I, I've like put myself in like just this one area. I do play other venues as well, but the wineries are my main
0: um, no, I love that. I venue love that.
3: that I play. So it's kind of like that's more my specific niche.
0: So here's, so here's the way I would do that, though. Okay. So when you're talking about, you've got a show that's very specific about your expertise on wine. Yes. Okay. Now, if you're going to have like your music playing in the background on that, if you did some yes, higher production value, yeah. that would be great. Okay. I think that's cool. I think you could even have cuts of you playing your music because I saw some of that in your YouTube channel where some live shots of you at a winery doing that. I think, okay, I think that's great, but I'm there for the wine and your expertise in the wine. And oh, this is cool. She also does this stuff and I can see that in the cuts, then the packages that you put around the TV show. Mm-hmm. But then if you've got cover songs up here, this is a totally different thing. Right. Right. On the same channel. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It's a nuance to be sure, but it's about being really catering to the the consumer mind and trying to give them one thing to grab onto. Got it. Okay. Some of them are going to come to you because they love how your energy and the way that you talk about wine. And some of them are going to come to you because of your music, which is great. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't have them on the same YouTube channel. Okay. Let them find it. If they go, let me give you like a real example. I just kind of ran into this with some ads that I was doing, some paid advertising I was doing for a political client of mine. Okay. We had this group of videos. We're trying to change the narrative out there for a specific government program. Okay. That is because the the economy is so good. It's kind of working against the people it's supposed to help. It's just a weird thing. Okay but the narrative is wrong. Well. So we're out there trying to do I put together this video of this content. If I try to create, let's say like clickbait. Okay. If I try to do something that's overly dramatic in the copy on the video, on that post that we're paying to promote, it, it doesn't work. It's it, like, people are like, Oh, I thought this was this thing. And it turns out it's a political thing. And if I'm like, Oh, don't cry. You, you could do something that would be like, make you want to watch it. But if they find out that it's that it's something that they weren't expecting, they they get they get sour, so especially on digital, right? So yeah, so that's the only reason I would say that. I think these are all cool things that you do. I just want to make sure that that when people are going to see the wine, that's what they're going to see the wine. If they get a little bonus in the background with the package of you playing, that's awesome. And certainly on your music thing. Like the wine is a part of your music thing. And it's just how you present it is a subtle thing between, okay, I'm also, when you're talking about wine in a wine package and then you cut to a clip of you, here's a clip of me playing in this winery and stuff, it's almost like, it's adding credibility to you. You're like not only I'm also singing here, and that's really cool. <laughs> and this is like a but, but this is part of the wine experience, right? So it's yeah. tied into it. Yeah. That specific thing and there's social proof that you spent a lot of time in wineries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that so makes me think like maybe you know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. But then if I see a, just a cover of you doing I can't get no satisfaction on top of it, I'm like is a disconnect. What's I don't get it. What's that? Got
3: for? it. Okay. Does that's that make sense? People.
0: So so they they yeah. They, sometimes they work and sometimes they can it can be different. So what you're right. saying
3: is like for my like health and wellness coaching I should have like a completely separate Instagram for that. Like that I shouldn't even if it is like another sect of my brand or another part of not obviously exactly my music business but another business that I have I should have a separate
0: Absolutely for that. uh yes. Okay. Yes, yes, like Toyota went to such great lengths to separate Lexus. Okay. The same company, it would be really really easy. To just come on the Toyota lots and try to use the same guys to sell it and not hire new staff and not buy new land. It would have been far less expensive, but they would have hurt the brand. You're hurting your brands by doing that. Okay. Even though you are the impetus, even though you're the the energy source for each of these different things, they're far removed from each other. Yeah, and yes. this like you don't make them the same brand. OK, so yeah. in fact, like if you were to go and do an exercise of, let's say, the archetype exercise, right, the archetype test, if you went online and took like, what's my brand archetype, you might find that the, the different brands have like, the, you, the singer, has got this one sort of archetype. And the wellness coach might have another kind of archetype because you're an entertainer as a singer. And I don't know what the, I didn't listen to the original, so I don't know like what the gist of your lyrics are and everything, but that could be totally different than a wellness coach who's like a Yoda, right? Like a hero, you're bringing someone right. through and helping them yeah. help themselves kind of a thing, which might not be what's really happening in the country rock thing,
3: Exactly. Yeah. which
0: is not happening necessarily in the wine thing. You're educating people on wine and you're, it's your experience that's there but you're not helping them become the hero by drinking more wine they're just trying to make better choices and they're they have a common interest and you see what i'm saying yeah. but what you're doing is diluting all of it and actually you're cheapening it okay okay and, and you're lessening each of those brands when i think each one of them could stand completely on their own and do great and, yeah yeah and be great i know it's more worth for you because it's like a different accounts for everything for the love of god like you're like yeah really? yeah
3: well and especially the one challenge i find because like twitter is very focused on my music like that is like i'm obviously not really focusing on like much else other than like just mostly and there you
0: have far better engagement um, yes. And and by the way, let's just call it a percentage engagement. Like obviously, there's larger numbers of engagement because that that's such a much larger account. But yeah. percentage-wise, your engagement's way higher on Twitter than it is on Instagram. And for Correct. everybody else in the free world, it's the other way around, girlfriend. Because in, people engage more on Instagram. So yeah. there, they're getting confused already. They're like, I don't and I know,
3: think that's like, been my my biggest challenge has been finding that balance and finding finding how I can get better engagement with my fans and also like trying to, I think for me it was like that mindset of, oh no, I have to create another account and start from zero. And I already have this following with my music and I'm trying to also do some of my other like side things that I'm doing. I think it's like just also pushing past that mindset of, oh no, I have to start a full account that's completely different. But I think you're right where it's like, People that like country rock might not necessarily be into the whole like motivational, like wellness coaching type thing. Yeah, yeah, so it, it, so it, it,
0: it gets, and then it's too much, right? Especially yeah. if you think about the people that are coming brand new. Like once they get to know you, yeah. Like once they got to know Jennifer Lopez, they're perfectly happy to go out and buy everything she's going to sell. Right. Okay, but. You need to build that brand up first and you need to be like let them work their way over to that other account when they're ready. Right. Because everybody's gonna be ready at different times. They're all on right. different journeys and you've got to let them you've got to let them live that. If you're trying to sort of, hey, I'm glad you came in, you love my music. Great. I'm also this wellness coach and I got some wine stuff and I got like you just like, whoa, whoa, time out. It, it's, I just got here. Yeah, Yeah. this is
3: a lot you're throwing at me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: too much. (laughs) Let them come in on that. And then I, I think what would also be, and by the way, we do this on targeting with digital. I will have like lots of different sort of honeycomb hideouts I can hit when I'm trying to target an audience for my clients digitally, split them up first, rather than lumping them in all together and trying to hit it, I'll split them up. And then I know which ones are hitting and which ones aren't hitting.
3: Yeah.
0: And I know why. So you may get some feedback on when you start to split those up. I'm betting your engagement's gonna go up tremendously. Maybe you're gonna have to pick and choose based on your time for that, but I think I just think it does a disservice to you by doing all of that, you're doing none of it. You're diluting yeah. everything. And so try to hit it that way. And there's some good like 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing is a great book. And it's and it's all about anything by Seth Godin, it's just all about niche, 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 right? Like, right. I, I just went to some uh, advanced my Facebook ads training. And man, if I had a nickel for every time Rick Mulready said niche, don't be the guy that does digital ads. Be the guy that does digital ads for the health industry. Don't be the guy that does digital ads for the health industry. Be the digi- guy that does digital ads for the health industry that are specifically dentists. Got and it. Not yeah. In the and not these other forms of dentist. Like, no, no, just your general dentistry that's it, that guy, don't do anything else. And then your business will explode. And there are countless testimonials on, like in, within his group that are just like, oh my God, Like, I get it now. I just yeah. stopped doing this, you know, pushing this peripheral stuff and focused on this and then it blew up. And then they got really busy with it because people had something they could grab onto and it wasn't confusing to them when what they're getting, the digital marketing thing is confusing to most people. Just to begin with. Now I'm going to, oh, yeah, I do all this other crap, too. Eh, Don't do that, (laughs) you know?
3: Well, and I think, too, for me, I get caught up in the content, too, because I'm like, oh, well, I need to post this many times a week or I need to post this many times a week. So I think that's also my challenge, too, because it's like, oh, I need to – am I posting too much? Am I not posting enough? Should I post less? Should I post more? And I'm sure a lot of musicians listening also deal with that as well. Sure. Making sure that you're putting out quality content that people are going to like, but do you put out too much? Too less like is there a happy medium you know what i mean
0: yeah here's the thing the content you can't really put out too much content as long as it's relevant and personal to the audience that wants to see it and that's the key you've heard us talk about that ad nauseum on the podcast like is it relevant and personal to them it's about them so when you're posting if them are people who like wine like you like wine and you're and you're pushing your cover of the Rolling Stones and wellness, that's not relevant and personal to them. So you're turning right. that group off, and then they're not engaging as much. And then, you see what I'm saying? Like, its its yeah. its, it's, it's it screws up your percentages, right? Even if you're successful at that. Like, it's still like every post is going to be about one thing. It can't right. be about all three things at the same time. So then yes. there's less people that are going to respond to it because they're not there for that. Right, you see how that messes with your that percentages makes, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is, and and now like that you're saying that it's sinking in. It's like I knew this. Now it, it does make a lot of sense. Like people are usually coming to an account. Like I think about a lot of the accounts I follow. If I'm following a health related account or a music related account, I'm going for that specific thing and not all these different things.
0: Yeah, like okay, so mean, what is, if you what if you had this great Yoda person that you were going to follow about wellness and you go and you do that and then they're talking about their children and they're showing their vacation photos and they're also talking about being a mechanic and you're like, wait a second, <laughs> what was this for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think I probably post the, the with permission, the podcast on maybe like, it's not up to, we're like up to 90 something different Facebook groups that are related around music, singer, songwriter, so it's relevant and personal. But there's a couple of them where these people, one of them is like na- local Nashville musician find, like they help get musicians gigs. Well, mm-hmm. I, I posted it and I get it, I didn't like it. He's like, man, don't post it anymore. I was like, okay, dude, you know, sorry. <laughs> like, because he's like, I just want this about musicians finding gigs. I don't want this to, he, he gets be that. See anything else, yeah. Yeah, that's related. And it might be interesting to those people, but he, that he wants to keep it that clean. And that's really smart on yeah. his part. That's really smart on his part. So that's the biggest thing I see for you. Quick question, IGTV, are you are you doing that?
3: Not as much as I should. I'm, I'm trying to figure out that whole thing and the best content to post on that cuz i think it's for me it's also as a musician like yeah i could just post me singing different songs but it's also like what else could i post you know what i mean
0: yeah well i just think cuz you do so much live content you've got for the wine show you should do the igtv thing for the for your singing you should do it for your wellness you should do it so okay. whenever you're doing content just make make sure you have got like two things going one one camera landscape the other camera portrait so okay. that we can capture them both at the same time. Just content-wise, i would tell you in the wine thing, maybe just work out a little mic thing or something if you could find an inexpensive microphone because there's a lot of room reflection going on in your wine thing. I think it would, it would be a very inexpensive, simple...
3: So t- something different that, because I am wearing in, a, in my wine videos, the little lavalier bike. You are? I am, yeah. Plugged into my cell phone.
0: Is there another, is there another microphone? Is the camera also picking up? The sound? Oh,
3: uh, the camera is picking up the sound. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you've got to cut that out. Okay. Because I'm hearing the room. Okay. It's like and it's really reflective, right? So when you do the post, you gotta mute the camera. Cause obviously if you got the lavalier, it's going to is it going right to the camera?
3: And no, it's actually plugged into my cell phone and I use do the use the voice recorder app.
0: To okay, so then you're exporting it. that file and you're doing like in Pro Tools or something, you're syncing them up. Yep,
3: yeah, and then syncing them up. And okay, so, that. so i just camera. need to mute the camera okay
0: yeah and you'll love it
3: <laughs> okay yeah well and it's like no one's ever told told me this before so it's like now i know yeah
0: cause. that'll help one last thing before we say goodbye but patreon how's that what there's been a lot of news about that how's that going for you
3: so patreon is is actually i have about 22 Patreon patrons right now. And I have, and I'd say they're like my core super fans. And these are like the ones that are within that niche where they love my music. They love country rock. They love wine. So they're like that I absolute ideal fan, you know? And yeah, obviously yeah. there's not a ton of them, but, they, they, but they're very dedicated. And my Patreon is like, all my tiers like have this. One of them I think is like, the tier is called let's go wine tasting. And it's like my $15, $20 tier or something. Like I made it very centered around that, but I'll do weekly live broadcasts where I have my patrons come every week. And it's not all of them. It's, it's probably about like the same five or six people still bringing in enough money to say it's based one of my gigs for the month. So right. it's enough to cover one of one, like one gig that I would normally pay in a month or that I would normally play in a month.
0: Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious about that. I didn't know kind of like if you had feelings or thoughts or feedback about what's been happening with Patreon. Yeah.
3: And there's still a lot. I think there's still a lot of opportunity there. I know some musicians that are doing wonderfully on it and that have been seeing a lot of success with it. I think it's still a work in progress, but I also think that most of my patrons I've actually gotten through Twitter besides the obviously like really like the super fans that I've had before. Some of the other ones I know I've gotten through Twitter. So Twitter still is very relevant as far as the music industry goes. And I mean, I know I don't need to tell you this, but like I think for musicians, it's, it's still a huge opportunity that we're not utilizing enough.
0: Yeah, I I tell you what, I'm going to be honest with you, like we've been on the chopping block more than once at my company where we're just, because it's been so lethargic. Your, Your account was a surprise. I mean honestly, it was, I was like, wow, she's got a lot of engagement on here. this is crazy. Yeah. And yeah, so I, they're still out there. And it's just, I think when you have it and it's going after, like, cause this, this, you've had that Twitter account since what, 2009?
3: It says, I think it was 2011. But one of the things that I will say is that I, I mean, I make sure, and I, and I follow like your, your guys' advice, like making sure to post About like my squeeze page a lot, making sure to post about, I think it was like what, five to seven times a day, maybe more than that. I make sure to keep like a similar cadence, stuff very specific to like my genre of music and things that my ideal fan would appreciate seeing. Yeah. Um, I also, I also ask questions like the most random questions you could ever ask, I saw that, yeah. but, but I get a lot of responses and a yeah. lot of people engaging. And like when people will answer, you'll see other people answer their questions like, Oh, I totally agree. And like, they'll start having their own conversation. So it really does help with engagement. And I kind of wish I, not, I kind of wish I wish that Instagram had that kind of tool where you could ask those kind of questions and get that kind of engagement. And I'm sure that there is that opportunity out there, but it's so much more of a visual platform that I feel like it is a little bit more challenging.
0: It is. And I, and I also think, I think you'll see a big difference when you, when you clean it up a little bit and you, and you separate those and then you'll start to see some horses that take the lead kind of. Yeah. Yeah. so good job. I, I think, I mean, you're very you. clearly uh, like a magnet for people. You've got this big, bright energy that's really cool, and I Thanks. love it. And, and thank you so much for, for sharing this with us. And uh, once again, guys, if you want to participate in the social media challenge, please email your social media links to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put social media challenge in the subject line, and we'll be sure to, to reach out to you and set something up. And if you need help on this one-on-one, you want to do it privately, we, we're available for consultation. Again, same email address, info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line and we can schedule something. Uh, once you get focused and you've just, we, we, we kind of talk about the different things that you're doing. And, and I mean, here's the situation with, with Aaron, where she's just got, all the wheels are turned and it's really great. Well, now we just, tighten the screws a little bit and said i think you're gonna if you do make this tweak and this tweak that you're going to get a lot more bang for the buck and this is the kind of value that we're trying to bring in that for sure so thank you so much once again erin for being on with us and thank uh, you for
3: having me this is really fun
0: that's right well this podcast exists because we want you to win so keep on climbing guys and we'll see you at the top
2: social push, social, social media social media social media. Challenge, challenge. challenge, challenge.
0: Challenge accepted.
4: Challenge accepted. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football